Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast. This podcast was created for entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, digital marketing tips, personal development resources, and a nice dose of comic relief. Now for your host, Jason Wright. What is going on, everybody? Jason Wright here with episode number 122, and this is the second part of Entrepreneurial Jambalaya. The first episode for this was 119, so if you haven't listened to that yet, you should start there so this makes sense. So with that being said, how are you guys doing? Uh, one cool announcement for you. I just added a, I guess, third, if you count me, fourth member to the Intentionally Inspirational team. Emily joins us as a new creative blogger to help us expand our perspective with what we do and help you know help with clients and stuff as well. So that's pretty exciting. Growth is always nice. And I do all the blogging and all the written work now. And uh, although I enjoy it, it does take a lot of time. So It'll be nice having some help there. So exciting stuff. Um, Without much of an intro today, I'm ready to roll back into the episode. I think this one, if I remember, maybe slightly longer than part one, maybe 10 minutes longer. So let's get rolling with that now and jump back into my conversation with Jared Hamilton and John Barrett. You know what is super interesting, and maybe I just noticed it more lately, I've talked about this before, but... I can't tell you the last time I've met somebody who's side hustling and trying to grow something, you know, full time or whatever, just put in more than six months of effort before they decide it's not going to work. Like I keep talking to these people, grown men, it doesn't matter. It's not like it's young guys, grown men or ladies are like, yeah, I was, I was trying to do this thing, but it's not working. I'm like, oh man, how long have you been doing it? Literally two months. And I'll, I'll, I'll look at them. No, I mean, it's funny, but I'll look at them. And I'll say, what, what, do you, what do you mean two months? That's when you started till now? And they're like, yeah, so what did you expect to happen? Because, like, you know, I don't consider myself to have done anything yet. Nothing. You know, I'm just, I'm consistent. You know, I've been going almost three years with what I'm doing. The first six months, I've got nothing to show for, maybe the first nine months. But one thing I know is that when I set my sights on something, I'm going to go until I get there. So I'm training for that marathon and running that marathon. But when I talk to these folks who, I mean, literally not 90 days, I'll just tell people, if you're going to do something for, you know, 180 it's like days. It's an at-home workout do program. Yeah, 90 don't days. Do don't start. Like, I started working out oh, this week. Mm-hmm. This will be, so I've done three workouts this week or two or three workouts. And I don't expect to see results for three months. Because I know my body. And I hit it hard. I, you know, I really do a good job with it. And then by the time it's probably midsummer, it'll probably be dramatic. You know, I'll be trimmer i'll be uh super toned and but i know what to expect like Mom. i go into it knowing it's going to take six months of consistent work or it's not going to happen before we met i think i told you this i used to play basketball five days a week would work out five or six days a week i was in phenomenal physical shape and then here i am now but i can get right back to it because mm-hmm. i know what i need to do and i know that like blogging or working out or anything else if you're not consistent you know you're not going to be mm-hmm. don't even start it's a waste mm-hmm. of time you know yeah, no, and it reminds me of, you know, from my journey on LinkedIn years ago, you know, I would I was faithful to post, kind of keep that updated on, on that platform. 
uh, on LinkedIn articles and things about with my content. And, uh, and I almost gave up on it, right? Because I was like, yeah, it's a LinkedIn. I mean, I don't know how many people are really on this. And <laughs> is that really a big deal or whatever? But I just kept doing it, right? Not seeing a lot of traffic from it. But, hey, just keep at it, right? Like, again, don't expect some major thing, you know, to lose 30 pounds in, you know, three days kind of a thing. Um, unless you're Tim Ferriss and you're doing some project. <laughs> um, but uh, so anyway, I just kept doing it. And probably year and a half into it, maybe even two years, potentially, and um, got a, a somebody reached out to me, got a message on LinkedIn uh, with a potential client. Almost, almost overpassed it because I get four hundred sixty thousand messages a day from people Spam. on LinkedIn. Yeah, just trying to market their stuff. But I happened to look at this one and read it. You know, but somebody kind of interested in some of my services with leadership coaching and um, followed it, you know, set up a phone call. How to, you know, two years later now, I've made significant, well into the six figures by, by many six figures into it uh, off of that one social media platform, just being able to be present, yep. be diligent to be on there. That someone said, hey, this person must be for real, right? I mean, when, when you're consistent, the good thing that it shows is, is that you're in the game, mm-hmm. right? Like you're, you're, it gives you credibility, yeah. right? When someone searches you and says, okay, well, what has this person done? If they see a post every eight months, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, okay, this per I don't know if this person's this person is showing, oh, they posted 874 times. Yeah, you know? and, and this person is 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 going They're They're in the game, right? Um, it just gave me, I think, credibility for them. 100%. Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, like anybody else, right, they're going to go. And when they find you, they're going to search your other platforms. They're going to look into you a little bit just to see if you're legitimate. And to see that I am consistent, I am moving, I am alive. I'm not, oh, yeah, I posted that nine months ago. It's, yeah, there's fresh stuff coming yeah. out every day. Gave me instant credibility, opened up the door. Now, two years later, have made significant amount of money off of just being present on social media. Now, I could have given up easily. Mm-hmm. So nobody's clicking on my stuff, man. Just give it up. And I, I would have missed out on hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, there's there's another side of that, too, where um, a lot of people forget about there's things metrics don't read. There are people that will literally stalk you on yes. social media, absorb every ounce of your content that you'll never know about. That they don't like a thing, they don't comment on a thing, they don't click the save button, they and don't I would share it. Say the majority. Oh yeah, of people are like that. Yeah, I, I think about my own self. There are people that I really keep an eye on. But you don't touch that like button once. I haven't. I haven't touched the exactly. like button. Maybe not even once, dude. I'll have people for that, whatever reason. Yeah. I mean, I should, right? Just out of goodwill, of like, <laughs> I, I care about you, but I just, I just don't. Yep, dude. I'll have. I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've had. And honestly, a lot. If I think about it, I, I would say a significant amount of my my client base is silent followers. Is mm-hmm. like someone hit me up and email me saying, "Hey, hey yeah, they they hit me Ninja up. Followers. Yeah, that's right. They hit me up either in the DMs or email me, and they're like, "Hey, man, I've been following your content for years. Yeah, I want to work with you or whatever, or just pay me a compliment or, or turn into an actual paying client." 
And I'm thinking, wait, and I'm thinking, I've never seen yeah, one like, I have no idea who this person is, not one like, not one comment, not one, like, which is cool. I'm not asking for, I'm not, you know, share thirsty or anything, but <laughs> I, I am, but <laughs> if you're listening to this, please go to all my stuff yeah, that's right. share it. So. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. But, uh, but it's one of those things where I've had, I've, I can't tell you how many people I have that, that will follow my programs, do my workouts, have all, use all my free resources, and then eventually get to my paid programs and even my high-end paid programs that I never knew existed just because they live in the shadows. And then yeah, one I day... You, made, you didn't know your paid programs existed. I was like, I am so confused. No, 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 no. no. And then out of nowhere, they come out of their the dark little corner, and I'm like, oh, you're a yeah. person. Look at that. And like, yeah. you know, and they end up being an amazing person. Silent followers, yep. man. So many... Like, dude, I That's can't... Good. Like, um... Give me another example. Instagram has now, with one of these past few updates, they have the save button. Do you guys know on the bottom right hand corner yeah. of every post you can yes. save it? Yes. Um, that's one exa- exactly. That's my whole point. I it, see it right there. Yeah. yeah. What happens is um, that's one of my favorite metrics to use because impressions or whatever, likes or whatever, because those those are those are like kind of eh, um, metrics. But when someone literally finds the save button and clicks save. That's one of my favorite metrics to go by to see how well a post does. Not just if someone likes it, but if they like, ooh, that's good. I want to see that later. And they save it. And that's one of my favorite metrics yeah. to go by. But then even on something like that, like Jason, that no one even half people don't even know that's a thing. So they screenshot it. Metrics don't tell you screenshots. Yeah, screenshot. You know? Yeah. I have people tell me all the time, they say, Oh, I screenshot your stuff all the time. And I'm like, you know there's a save button? And they're like they're <laughs> like track it they're like, wait, what? Like, and I'm like, yeah, you know, it's one of those things is there's so many things metrics don't view like, like your Instagram yeah. thing. Your guy probably has been following you for a long time. Yeah. No one forks out hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars without doing some, yeah. you know, some digging on you. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and then again, it, it's kind of a domino effect, right? So being diligent to like, like we were saying, be faithful to keep going, don't give up, but stay in the game because eventually all it takes potentially is one person to find you. Oh, and one interaction changed your life. Yeah, and to see that, hey, this person's for real. They're in the game. They're credible. They've got great stuff. I mean, that one person or that one client or that one opportunity can be a game changer. I know for me, just that one client alone was a game changer. Mm-hmm. One client, I mean, changed the trajectory of, you know, your 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 success of your business and your opportunities. So, you know, don't give up after a month into it or five posts into this thing. Or honestly, so, even yeah, like five it. or six months into it. Yeah. You know, like it's it's crazy. Yeah. It took, took me a year and a half, two years on LinkedIn yep. b- before I even started to catch, you know, traction in there. That's the thing I think about a lot of times when I'm creating content. I'm like, you know, 20 people may listen to this, but they may be three or four of them, maybe the most powerful people in the world. You have no idea. Yeah. Especially when it comes to audience. Like Ellen DeGeneres, listen to my podcast. I mean, seriously, <laughs> that's the thing about podcasts. Like, I've talked to people. I talked to a girl two weeks ago who was getting 5,000 downloads a week per episode, which is pretty impressive. Like, that's yeah. a lot. A week. Yeah. And I was like, you know, what came out of that? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And I've talked to other people that have had, you know, relatively small numbers. And like you say, it takes one conversation to change everything. Yep. And how do you know, you know, it's one of those things. If you stop today, all oh, this blog's not working or this podcast, that's directed at you guys. <laughs> but if you say this isn't working and you stop, what you're guaranteeing is that opportunity's never going to come. Yep. You have no idea what that next day. And I yep. think about that all the time. And I like to write and I like to talk anyway, but that's the thing I think about a lot. And I'm like, I'm just going to keep going. 
Because it may take five years, it may take ten, mm-hmm. it may take next week. Who knows? Yep. I'll find out when I get there because I'm just going to keep going. Well, and one of my one of the fa- one of my favorite things, uh, a few of my mentors have told me in my life, and like, don't get me wrong, I'm the biggest fan of working smarter and not just hustle, 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 because you know it's like. A fly stuck in a window still hustle, 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 hustles, and they end up dead. You know, Bob Proctor talks about that a lot. But um, but there is something but to be said about makeup in numbers what you lack in skill. Sure. You know, like if I even looking at like if we're since we're talking about social media branding and whatnot, I can't tell you how small of a percentage it is that like I'll have a post go viral opposed to the ones that don't. I may po- I may make a hundred posts in one straight, like to the ceiling compared to all the you other. You ever expect it when it happens? No, oh, never, never. Okay. This is what's crazy. I had there was a post, one of my top it was my for the longest time my one of my number one posts ever on Instagram. Most likes, impressions, saves, every metric it, it literally was like heads and shoulders above all the others. I almost didn't post it. Yeah. Literally, I was like, this is so stupid. This looks <laughs> dumb. No good. And then I was like, you know what? I spent an hour and a half on it. Screw it. And literally yeah. went nuts. And I'm just like jaw dropping the whole time. But then I'll make a post. I'll be like, this is prime. This is it. I'm a, I'm a game changer post right here. <laughs> Nothing. Man, that was a horrible post. What are you doing? That was, that, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's crazy. Um, but that's the thing is part of my stuff with this too is, you know, have my mindset here, have my thought process here. And then this is my plan of attack. And then just a matter of throwing pure numbers at it. And in the same way, one person has changed your business forever Mm -hmm. in the terms of social media branding. I have had probably, I don't know, five posts in my life probably changed that platform. Mm -hmm. I had a post, um, past two weeks ago. If you guys are on my Instagram, go look at macros cheat sheet. You know, it's simple macros, protein, fats, and carbs. I literally, that's all it was. It said macros cheat sheet and said proteins. I had nothing but pictures of chicken, turkey, yogurt, carbs and pictures of the carbs, fats, pictures of fats. And then I do work on my captions. I'm telling you, dude, I had so many big accounts because then it's then like, you know, you hashtag strategically to get your stuff followed, being followed. But I had some of the biggest accounts share that I had a 330 some thousand follower account share it hundred thousand follower account here a ton of 10 to 20 thousand like there and literally like i looked at my metrics i was like up like 2500 followers in in like seven days yeah from like one or two wicked nasty posts that you didn't even probably foresee like no almost didn't even do it you thought uh this yeah like it's it's crazy what will what will resonate with somebody um you know and then i may design another post exactly like that or even repost that one six months later, nothing. Nothing. Doesn't perform like that. Not even close. <laughs> yeah. What's crazy is the most popular piece of content I've ever made is called, a, it's a blog post called How to Recharge Your Batteries When They Run Out. Nothing special at all. Yeah. And it's outperformed anything I've ever done on like 10x it. Makes no sense. But for whatever reason, a bunch of people, it was LinkedIn that blew it up. It was one of those Because people's batteries are dead, Jason. <laughs> that it resonated. The timing was right, but I, I couldn't foresee it. I still can't make sense out of it, but it goes back to what we're saying. Just keep going. Yeah. I'll give you a, a good backstory here. I this will, You guys will enjoy this, and hopefully listeners will. So I told you I'm coming out with a book, getting ready to here. here wait, 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 wait. Which one? Well, this one. The life is simple. The it's just not one? easy. Yeah, yeah. The eighth one. Uh, <laughs> eighth wonder of the world. Uh, life is simple. It's just not easy. That's the name of the book that I'm going to come out with four keystone traits to live by. And the whole 
reason why I'm writing this book, I shouldn't say the only reason, but a big part of it or where, where, it, where it came out of the idea is on my blog posts uh, on johnbarrettblog.com, my faith-based blog. It uh, Years ago, I did this little series just out of nowhere, came across this statement. It's an old statement. Life is simple. It's just not easy. Oh, that's, good. that's a good little saying. I like that. Let me kind of do a few things about this. Did, did a few blog posts on this uh, about four years ago. Um, to this day, four years later, every year, it is my number one hit in search engine on my blog Probably by, is amazing. by f- 70% of everything else. <laughs> yeah, right? you told me about it and, and I'm just like, what in God's name? I wrote this <laughs> thing four freaking years ago. And I, to this day, every year I'll go to my metrics, it is it blows every blog post out of the water. So anyway, about six months ago or so, maybe a year ago, I just started going, this is ridiculous. I get so many hits on my, on my blog, people searching what is the meaning of this saying, you know, just whatever it is, just that saying, they, they find me through that. And I said, this is ridiculous, man. I don't know why I'm not leveraging <laughs> this. So I just said, you know Your what? Book. Yeah, I, I did. I said, what if I just took those blog posts, kind of the, some of the ideas, they were real quick blog posts, they weren't real deep, but I just took that concept and I souped it up and really put a lot more effort into it to really develop something that'd be really impactful for people based around that sort of idea. So therefore, ergo, you know, right now a book is getting ready to come out, my faith-based book, next one, Life is Simple, It's Not Easy, Four Keystone Traits to Live By. And I'm anticipating, I'm hoping Um, The book is great just a standalone, you know, and that just a resource to have. But I'm really hoping from a sort of business SEO, you know, kind of content out there online that when when I get that many hits now to my blog with that saying that there's going to be a resource they can connect with in the form of an ebook, a printed book, you know, and all that. So for me, again, that's why paying attention to what is going on. Where are you catching traction in your business especially in, in the context of like we're talking online, what is it that people are finding you through in content-based searching, whatever it is, where is your niche that you're sort of hitting? And and I think we got to pay attention because just like you said, Jared, if, you know, you may say, well, this is no good. This is this post, I'm you know, surely it's not going to be a big deal. But then all of a sudden you're finding that people are loving it. So then it kind of, perks you up to yeah. say, well, wait a minute, maybe I need to do some stuff yep. more in that vein. And and I think that all the great people out there that are killing it on social media, my assumption is, is that some point on their journey, some of that happened. They were proactive to be diligent to put stuff out. But then as they paid attention, they were reactive to what was working and therefore created this really great sort of crossroads of success where their proactiveness meets that reactiveness sort of makes that X sweet spot in the middle of, Hey, that's where that niche is. So what are you doing? Throw stuff out there. Mm -hmm. Just like you said, numbers, just create content, get stuff out, but then pay attention to what's working because that's going to give you the indication of probably what you should be developing more of that people are hungry for. You want to hear something super weird. So when I first talk to people and they, they say, well, you know, what's your business? And I say it's intentionally inspirational. What does that mean? Say so it's motivation and digital marketing. They're always like, what? I'm like, two things that all entrepreneurs struggle with. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. 
Here's what's funny. At this point, there's no money and motivation, but that's the stuff people gobble up. Mm-hmm. Whether it's quotes on social, whether it's blog posts, whether it's, you know, opt-in to Makes my you feel good list. stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's where the engagement is. The money's in digital marketing, but nobody cares about it content-wise because there's a billion people doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just super interesting. And what's funny is the piece of this episode is super not evergreen. You know, six months from now, if we listen, we're going to be like... Instagram used to be hot. You guys remember that? I mean, who knows? <laughs> sure. But something else is going to come out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. while we're sitting here, what's interesting is um, one of the people on my team that takes care of all the social and the content just sent me a message and said, "Hey, you know, out of hours for the week, we can ramp it up." And you know, this is where my hours are at. And it's interesting because I've been testing Twitter lately, going from four posts a day all the way up to twelve. And you know what's crazy? When I look at the the stats, it makes no difference on the outcome. Like, I don't think anybody's paying attention to Twitter as an example. What about you guys? I mean, is Twitter a big piece of what you do? Is it bringing people no. to your website? It's impossible I, it, to be engaged on that platform. It appears to be – mine's still pretty consistent from where it was, but I I, I have the sense – I don't I haven't read this or anything, but I have the sense that Twitter is – On its way down it, big time. It's slowly. I, I don't think it's like, oh, it's out, but I think it's – Declining. Um, I would agree. I have some connections in the the like the Gary V side of world essentially, yeah, yeah. and um, some of my my network has said mentioned that that it's not like it's not dead, but it is not where it. It's, like, it's not on the rise. No, it's not like making a comeback. Like, like I know guys even in that world that are like trying to like beat that dead horse till it is inside the ground <laughs> like mm-hmm. um like i know people like some big names that are like trying to like see if they can get their something started with twitter i feel like it, a lot of it depends on who you are like me i've never been on twitter i've tried and it's i i just I, I hate it like if it's working for you awesome but i hate twitter i can't i can't mm-hmm. stand it um and but then again i know guys who say that's the best way to engage with them is you get on twitter and talk to them mm-hmm. you know um i don't know i think i think that's pretty individual but um but if I think of the definition of saturated, I feel like Twitter is it. It's literally nothing but like if I was trying to talk to you on Twitter, it's not like I DM you. It would literally be like you and I have a conversation and it may be 20 posts deep because every it's like every word is a new post. Like it's it's so saturated. But if you ever want to have an anxiety attack, just scroll through your Twitter feed right. and try to get into it. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's like being at the state fair and having everybody screaming about something else. It's, yeah. it's chaos. Or like, even if you go to like, let's say there's somebody, let's say there's someone like a big name I follow on Twitter. Like, let's say like that John Barrett guy. And mm-hmm. I just, and I want to go there Huge. and I want to see like his latest <laughs> posts. And I have to do like eight swipes to get through between his quotes or not quotes, his, um, his, his retweets, his likes. And then the random conversation about a cat he's had with somebody yeah. to, to get to his latest posts that I actually care about, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I, I just never had a thing for Twitter, but that could mean just, that's just my preference. So therefore I also don't put effort in it and I also don't get results from it. Versus something like Instagram. I love Instagram. I love Instagram. Um, even before Instagram was hot, hot, I loved Instagram. Mm-hmm. So now, and then, so that's what I push hard now, and then the, the results speak for themselves. You know. Yeah. yeah we started pushing more Instagram, and definitely can see a, a correlation with that. So mm-hmm. that's that's good. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back on Twitter and, and Pinterest both because when I look at what comes to the website or what comes through, it's almost nothing. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned YouTube Pinterest as well. Uh, 
uh, uh, now YouTube is a gold mine, by the For way. For me, it's not. Well, but I know that the, I know. It's well, here's the thing with with YouTube. With I want to talk about Pinterest and YouTube. YouTube is a gold mine, but YouTube subscribers are so much more difficult to get. But when you have them, it is the way I understand. They are so. They're just dedicated, like a more dedicated person. Yeah. You know how much it takes for me, even like thinking for myself, you know how much it takes for me to subscribe to somebody? I have to be a raving fan of you. So for me, in that, were you putting out consistent content? Like there's like, I think of the people I subscribe to on, um, on, uh, on YouTube, they post three, four, five times a week. I, I, I literally want to watch every single one of their posts mm-hmm. because they're that amazing. And they're, they're just, it's, it's not like, you know, how often you like, Oh, that page on Instagram looks cool. Follow. Oh, that pay that, that guy on Twitter seems kind of funny. Follow. It's not really that much, but before you're going to get your phone dinging off the hook on YouTube. So don't, don't discount YouTube. It is massive. I don't have the, the time or resources to dedicate to it Yeah. right now. And I know that it would take a, a big effort. You know what I mean? And, and Pinterest is one of those. You have to be pretty active to get the most out of it as well. Well, I, in years ago, uh, like back when Pinterest was a little bit newer, um, I tried being on it. Because, but at first I thought it was a girl's social media, like with recipes sure. and stuff. Here's what's funny. I don't do a thing on Pinterest. But if you go search Hamilton Trained or my Instagram handle, at Real Jared Hamilton, almost all my in- infographics go everywhere and I was like wait a second how did how did that happen you know I just think yeah. it's, I just thought it was funny I, I don't touch Pinterest and it just you're on it that was scary cool. is so I know guys that have built uh, you know whole businesses around Facebook ads you know it's all about Facebook ads but as soon as they like that reason algorithm change it's not good for marketers mm-hmm. like what's your plan when your $1,500 a month clients are like where'd my leads go that's not a conversation I want to have yeah. I've had those conversations and lost those clients, and that's why I don't focus on managing ads for people. Like, if somebody's like, will you just manage my ads? The answer's probably no. I don't want to do that. Now, if we're doing... $8,000 a month retainer. <laughs> or if, if yeah. we're doing funnels and some other things as well, a bigger strategy, we can do it, but just ads only, I'm not that guy. I don't want to yeah. do that. It's too much out of my control that I can't foresee or predict, and it's not, it's not a fun conversation. So, um, super interesting stuff there. So... What are you guys, um, so like, I'm curious, like within the coaching world, you know, there was a, uh, a phase where everybody's a coach and it may still be that way. And then everybody's a Facebook marketing expert. Now everybody's a cryptocurrency expert, you know, within your coaching world, Bitcoin meets fitness <laughs> in your coaching world, what's your lane or your niche that you find your best traction with? And, and are you intentional and in kind of staying with what works for you? How's that? How's that playing out? Yeah, I mean, you know, the coaching world, it's its such a, the industry is growing. It's still growing pretty rapidly. And there's, to the public, there's still a little bit of misconception on what the heck a coach is, right? Um, some things are a little more clear cut, right? I mean, I'm sure in the fitness industry, having a personal trainer, a coach, uh, you know, and that kind of makes sense. Um Life coach has been on the rise, you know, and that. So people are kind of like, I, I think I understand what a life coach is. Is that like a Tony Robbins? You know, they're like, you know, they're kind of like, I think I get you that. I can hit some sticks together. Yeah, yeah. Can, <laughs> do I have to walk on fire? Like, yes. um, so, you know, but I think. It's a a lot, too. Yeah. And, and I think that 
you know, now there's sort of a coach in every industry, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's like, well, I'm your marketing coach. I'm your, you know, whatever mm-hmm. drinking coach. I'm, your, <laughs> uh, you know, party coach. Yeah. I'm your, you know, so, so, but any, all this to say that I still think that I, I know for me, for example, um, I do leadership coaching. It's a big part of what I do. Some business coaching as well. And I do some life coaching. Those are kind of the three realms that, that I stick in with coaching. Leadership coaching probably be primarily the number one. But um, that's still a real rise. Like there's still a, um, you know, I have to kind of um, explain what that is a lot of times to people, you know, to kind of help them understand, especially in the corporate world, um, kind of get it. Thankfully, it is on the rise. So people are searching a little bit more for that now. Again, that's how I got found. Um, The other ways that I get found are really, I'd say for me, when I go out and speak and take my content and find opportunities to get in front of people. I'm much more prone to get opportunities to do coaching. 100%. In order, and you know, people finding me online to be a coach is very, very rare. No, nobody's just searching, you know, for me and kind of popping up like, "Hey, I was looking for a coach." Um, now, ironically, the one major client that I have did, <laughs> but I would for all that, you do that, that was, again, John. Maybe you should go back through those inboxes. <laughs> that's right. I, 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 sometimes I'm haunted by that man. I'm like, God, I should. I, I'm. I'm no joke. I mean, you're probably the same way. I get uh, 20 messages a day on LinkedIn, maybe more, of just, you know, these people trying to sound legitimate. Hey, John, I checked out your bio. I just thought it was really neat. Uh, we offer these leads for everyone. You want to contact me? Let's set up a meeting tomorrow. You know, I'm like. Do they talk just, like that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. When I hit start speaking, that's what it sounds like. Oh, Maybe it's my audio guy. I don't know. Um, so uh, so anyway, but, uh, you know, I, I'm not 90% of my other clients coaching wise is because of live interaction somehow, some way yep. where I'm out speaking or I'm somewhere where I'm, I'm rubbing shoulders with people and they hear what I'm doing. They, they get that energy, you know, um, they get to meet you and then they kind of say, Hey, let me lean in a little bit more to this to see what you're doing. So I don't, I don't know that answers your question, but for me in the coaching space, getting clients, um, attracting them and being able to connect with them, uh, for me, a big part of that is really relying upon that live somewhat connection of networking, getting out in front of people so that that conversation can get started. And people start saying, well, now what do you do? And let me let me know more about this. I, I kind of like you. I kind of like what, what you're saying. I like where you're going with this. And then that opens up the, the door for me. Something uh, super interesting you just said there before I talk about it. I want to go to you, Jared. Kind of the same thing. So fitness, obviously, huge industry. Uh, have you found that you have kind of a specialty or a groove that, that fits and you know best with your brand and you? Or uh, yes and no. So in terms of coaching, because if you want to get down to it, John's a coach. I'm a coach. Completely opposite spectrums, though, in terms of mm-hmm. um, what we specialize in. So my specialty is specifically fitness. I don't have anyone that hires me to help them. St- you know, stop smoking or help their the relationships. It's literally, I'm fat. I need to be unfat or mm-hmm. I have, the, it's all any problem in the health fitness industry. I'm unhealthy. I need, I'm, I want to look and feel better. My low back hurts. Um, I'm overweight. I, I'm, you know, whatever the problem is. And I, in terms of that right now, I'm almost a generalist in that fashion. 
which bothered me for a while. I felt like I had to have such a specific niche, like, nope, I only want to work with bodybuilding competitors. Da, 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 da. So, but when in reality, I didn't, I was, when I was doing that, it's almost like I was turning business away and I don't like that. Um, I don't like the whole reason I started this is uh, I want to help people. And, uh, and that, that's the thing is the majority of the people I work with is what you would classify as your general population. But I've worked, but I'll work with athletes. I'll work with bodybuilding competitors and football players and major sports players and all this stuff, you know, um, people like that. But it's one of those things where, um, where I do my best to have an option, so to speak, for everybody. If someone wants to pay my higher end private coaching, we can, we'll do that. But I have some people who they just need a little bit of guidance and I have another, like a lower cost option for that. You know, that's, that's the thing is for me and where I'm at currently, because the goal is to is to help as many people as possible and get my name as far as possible as I can. So right now in the current state of where my stuff is at, I think it's better to have a lot more clients all over the spectrum versus just, you know, four athletes knowing who I am, that kind of thing. So right now, and this, that's thing this will probably change just because industries change. Um, because the fitness industry is what I would, I would classify as one of the most saturated markets in out there. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, it's sac saturated with mediocre, to be honest. That, that's the thing is I think when you talk about industries that are saturated, you don't ever hear of any, anything saturated with the top 1%. You hear it saturated with a bunch of junk, to be honest. So I don't consider, I was talking with another, um, uh, mentor of mine that was in the fitness world, we were talking about it that we don't, neither of us believe like a lot of people are like, Oh, fitness industry is so saturated. There's trainers and coaches everywhere. I'm like, no, there's a lot of bad trainers and bad coaches everywhere. There's not a lot of like your top 1% best in the world. Cause everybody knows their names. You know, it's one of those kind of things. Mm -hmm. So for you, for you, Jared, where, where's the sweet spot of where the magic happens with your business? Is it a, so the emails, the phone calls, the face-to-face, -face, what does that look like for you? Like in terms of like, if you want to talk about converting to a, a paying client, yeah. um, oh, if I can get someone on the phone by far, if I, on the phone or in person, now so much of my business anymore is online, which, I, which is, I, I'm grateful for. So I can help every people all over the world. Yep. I mean, I got clients as far right now as France, you know, like I got them everywhere. Oui, oui. Yeah. Yeah. Oui, oui. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but that's the thing is if I can get on the phone or one-on-one -on -one with somebody in person or even like a FaceTime with someone's not from here, the more they can get a feel for my energy, kind of who I am, what I, you know, what I'm about. I'm, Cause I'm, do my best to be extremely transparent. I don't want someone to think I'm one way, follow me on Instagram and they got on the phone with me and they're like, Whoa, well, you're, this is not who I thought. So, um, I'll get, I'll get complaints about that too, but you know, I'll like be cussing in an email and someone will be like, uh, can you stop that? And I'm, <laughs> did they I, say it like that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, you guys have the same inner voice. That's right. <laughs> Everybody, all those people talk. The that's same right. Thing. That's right. All haters talk the same. They're all right. spammy people talk the same. That's right. Um, but no, um, I'll get, I'll get, if you want to call it a lead, I'll get people from all over right now. The most of them, I mean, for last year it was all Facebook and then this year, it, right now, it's primarily um, Instagram and email. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of it, it, it just depends, though. But I've, but people bounce. Someone might start on uh, following me on Facebook because we're, we have a mutual friend. And then I post more content on Instagram. And then I'll put an Instagram push to my email list. And because I have more in-depth content there. Um, Tacticalfatloss.com. There's your plug-in. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's, but in terms of, if you're talking about actually getting a pay a paying client, um 
I always get them on the phone or because that's honestly, I don't just take on any clients. I have an interview process to work with me. So um, before I will even consider working with you, I get on the phone with you because I very well may, it might not be a good fit. Or if someone's like, hey, I'm looking to get abs in 14 days. I'm not your coach. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I only work. I only work with people who are coachable. I, there's a lot. I don't I won't just work with everybody. I'll turn people away. I fired clients that are just that are coachable. Like I'm Liz, you're wasting. Yeah, you're paying me money, but cool. But I'm not just here to take your money. I'm here to actually cause the change you're wanting to happen. And if that's not going to happen because you're not coachable, then I won't work with you, you know? Well, something interesting you both said is, you know, all of us have service-based businesses, maybe a few products in there as well, but mostly service-based. And this technology and all the marketing stuff in the world never replaces that human interaction. You know, for me, my number one goal is to get somebody who I'm potentially interested in working with on Skype or on the phone. Because mm-hmm. A, we can figure out, like you said, real quick, my, my number one question is, where are you now and where are you trying to go, you know, from a marketing standpoint, and then see if their expectations are realistic, because there's a lot of people that come up with these arbitrary timelines and numbers, and I'm like, where'd you come up with that? Oh, that's what, that was what makes sense to me, and if I'm like, I don't, yeah. I, I'm not stepping into this, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so you just got to be really cognizant of that, and like, on my website, I just rolled something out yesterday, and it's not even finished, but it probably will be by the time this airs, but... It's called Hire Me, the tab at the top. And really, it's just a simple landing page with a video of me telling you basically the three areas I can help you with with marketing. And it's fairly narrow, but it's not narrow by industry. But all of them start with a phone call. You've got to. we got to figure out if this even makes yeah. sense for what we're doing. Yeah. And, um, you know, for anybody with service-based businesses out there, you know, technology is great. But don't try to replace that human element. If you yeah. guys have ever received an email and it's like, hey, here's my packages and, like, You've never talked to that person. Like, it's not a good sell. It's like, I don't know you, yeah. bro. I'm not I, the, the, my least favorite thing in the world is whether someone will text me, call me, email me, message me. And the first thing is say, hey, what do you charge? It's it's almost like, like I get it. Like, no. <laughs> but I, I get it. But it's one of those things where I don't want someone working necessarily. Like, I don't necessarily want somebody to work. Their make or break is depending on what I charge. Yep, like, is. of course, I'm not going to yeah. charge. Of course, I'm, I can't. You know, if I charge a million dollars a month. There's not too many people who are going to afford that. You only need one. That's very true. Sure. So you don't need that's right. that's right. But it's so like, I don't know. But then again, there's coaches that are like, there's a coach, there's a fitness coach that this year I'm going to go to. He lives in Florida. I study this guy extensively. I'm probably one of his biggest raving fans. And literally I've learned more off of this dude's. You could like, I've learned more off this dude's YouTube than my entire history in all my credentials kind of and schooling. Like yeah, I, I, I would I would get fat. That's how good it is. Like, you know? <laughs> That's how much is there. It's right. But it's one of those things where um, my wife and I were talking about this because he just I, he just posted on his social media that he's no longer uh, at the gym he is at. And this and, and and my wife said something about, hey, since he's not doing that, he might you might get a better deal. I said, oh, I don't care what I pay. I said, I, I, I literally don't. Whatever he tells me, I will pay it. Isn't that funny how when the value... Is exactly what you're looking for. Prices off the table. Oh yeah, like literally, like last time it's I. It's not your main concern. Yeah, like you know? like even if this guy like that, like literally, even if this guy was like, no, I'm, it's 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 you know five grand a session. I would literally wait till I'm okay until I would have that extra five grand to throw on a one hour sit down with him. That's how like like I wouldn't budge. I wouldn't argue with that at all. Yeah, it's interesting when people. You know, I've had the same conversations when they're like, "Well, let's talk about the price." If price is the big thing in your decision, I'm not your guy because it's not that much. You know yeah. what I mean? And if that's if you want to try to get me to cut it down, like, let's just not work together. Yeah. How about you go find the person that has your price point? Sometimes people are like, OK, I'll work with you. They just, you know what I mean? 
It's like if you go to Range Rover or pick a fancy car and you say, I'm willing to pay, you know, $10,000 for this $90,000 vehicle, they're going to be like, leave, you know. <laughs> Walk into labor. What was it that if you go like, like you're in downtown New York and you go to, um, you know, you're looking at these higher end watches and, and it just says like 20 or 10, I can't remember the story. It was uh, someone was in like a high end watch store. They were just just looking. There you go. That voice again. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and, and 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 all they see is a price tag, and they can't say, like, is that like twenty thousand or like or like like it's like seventeen? Is that twenty hundred? It's it'd be like fifty four. Is that fifty four hundred or fifty four thousand? It's one of those things where you like if you have to ask, you, you need you need to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but then again, that's why I also have some options. That, that's the thing is because. Like, yes, there's the money aspect to it, but the goal is still to help as many people as possible. And that's why I came out with an option that is if it, that it's like less than $10 a week. Like it's I have an option now that is so cheap, like literally every person on the planet should be on it. But it's one of those things where that where, you know, if I'm talking to somebody and they literally just can't afford, you know, it's not in their you know, if they literally do not pull that money in every month, you know, I don't want to I feel bad not being able to help them. So I came out with a a lower cost option mm-hmm. where that, that, that I can manage it with what's where my time is involved and with what's all entailed in it. It, 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 it works, but, but then it's one of those things where you could have the cheapest service in the world, but if somebody does not see your value or I should say, you don't portray your value, it, it doesn't matter. I have an op- like literally that option that I'm talking about is $35 a month. Like that's so ch- like most people spend more on that going out to Going out, yeah, literally, most people will go to like, yeah, literally, spend more at Starbucks in a week than than that. Um, but I was on the phone with a lady that she was asking about my 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 private, exclusive, expensive one on one stuff, and she's like, "Oh, I can't afford that." And I said, "Okay, no problem. Well, I do have this option. Oh, thirty five dollars, man. I gotta I gotta check my finances. I'll get back with like, you know, it's it's one of those things. Contact yeah, CPA. It it doesn't. It doesn't. The thing. The thing is, if someone doesn't see your value or you don't portray it, it doesn't matter how cheap you are. Yeah. You know, well, they'll always want to, open, sorry. people will always try to pull you down pretty much to their level of, of affordability or whatever it is. And you got to be careful is whatever services you have, you know, to not devalue your value, mm-hmm. you know, and, and sort of, but I create options. I'm a huge fan that you need to have, um, spectrums. Yeah. You need to have a menu. In your service, and it doesn't need to be a buffet like some big smorgasbord or whatever. So I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that there needs to be a hey, I just want a salad. You know what I mean? I just want five dollar salad, or you know, I want the forty five dollar steak. I mean, give, give me that eight dollar steak. Let's yeah, go, baby. <laughs> yeah, but you know, there there needs to be some like for me. Uh, you know, if I think through sort of intentionally what what I offer. So for me. In, in in the leadership space that I'm in, uh, you can download a free little ebook that I've got for you with with some kind of motivational stuff on leadership, um, and you can get free content on my blog. You know, it's great tips to be a better leader. It's going to come once a week. You know, no, no no payment, man. Let me just out value you. Know, let me help you if that's all you want. Great, cool. Now, if you want to go a little bit further, I've got a book you can purchase. It's going to give you a little more in depth. It's going to give you some great resources in that, right? The next step from there is, hey, bring me in to speak or do some training with your folks. You know, there's that's a much higher price point, but it's another option. And then the highest one for me right now would be let me come in and coach you 
on how to be a better leader, how to be more productive, how to work with people, how to work with yourself, all that stuff. So for me, there's that high-end coaching one-on-one, which is my highest price point, down to free. You can just read my blog and get some great content. But in between there, you can get a book. It's a, you know it's only fifteen bucks or whatever it is. You know, audio book, hardback. You can get get that, um, or you can bring me in to do some speaking and that and that kind of jumps. But there's there's tiers. Mm-hmm. So if somebody says, "Well, I can't, I can't afford your coaching," well, great, just bring me in once to speak to to your team to do a training. Well, I, we we can't afford that either. All right, well. Get my book and do a group study with your guys, okay? I mean, you know, you could if you can't afford fifteen bucks, you know what I mean? Then, <laughs> and they're like, oh, you know, we can't afford I, that either. Yeah, well, at that point, I'm like, you know, you poop out fifteen bucks in a day. I mean, yeah. with what you eat and what you poop out in the toilet. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's that. like, you know, if you can't afford fifteen bucks, then I, you know, go to my free blog, man. I'll see you later. Oh, dude, internet's like, you know, forty yeah. bucks a month. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, buddy. Yeah. So anyway, but but I'm I'm a big fan of. Make sure whatever industry you're in, figure out a way that you have on ramps for people to get on that highway that you're offering, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. There needs to be some on ramps, whether they're free on ramps to some major, major payment on ramps. But make sure that you have a high end and that you have sort of that even that freemium sort of low end. But there better be some options. Yep. People want options mm-hmm. so what, what are your what's your kind of your free to your high end what does that look like uh, I guess we use this opportunity to just kind of tell people what we get. yeah for sure um, I've got so I have my free I have um, a lot of people that just want some, like even some just some workouts I've got um, my sister website it just forwards to my regular website but um, I have a what's called the tactical fat loss guide mm-hmm. um, you can go to tacticalfatloss.com and get it and it's a free it's a free guide with literally uh, it's got two sides to it. It's, it's full in-depth workouts, black and white sets, reps, exercises, everything. Half of them are at home base where you don't need any equipment. The other half are in gym base if you're in a commercial gym. Um, a lot of people love it. Literally, a lot of people like freak out over it. Like I put a lot of energy into that free guide. Um, and you can literally download it for, for free and, email, and literally within 60 seconds, it'll be emailed to you. Um, that's that's a great resource. Um, then I've got my, my low end option is is the uh, the tribe the HT tribe that's like just thirty five bucks a month it's super cheap you and even with that like that's the thing with all my options my value is still more than what I charge for it every single time where where it's you know it's my lower end option versus um, then you have my higher end one on one private coaching in person or online which gets not gonna lie pretty expensive so um, yeah but otherwise and that's so I, I don't have quite as many tiers as you do John because I don't have a book yet um, <laughs> sure sure. So, but otherwise, you know, will you be releasing your book and your podcast at the same time? No, <laughs> my podcast will be, be ready to go way before that. Okay, yeah. good. Well, his podcast is going to give him content for his. Yes, podcast. it is. That's right. He transcribes. It. That's right. There you go. That's right. Well, that's you, Jason. Let's hear about you. You because you keep asking us about you know the good old John and Jared. You guys are more interesting. Nah, <laughs> but you got that sexy beard though. Yeah, that's true. And when you don't have any hair, you don't have many options. He's got to put hair somewhere. That's yeah. right. Um, so for me, obviously, the the content piece is always free. So that'd be the blog, the I guess the social stuff, and the podcast as well. Um, you know, and, and that's something I just really enjoy doing. I enjoy. Like with the content, I try to do this rotation and I don't have it in front of me, but I try to have like a five week rotation. So there's like motivation, there's entrepreneurship, there's leadership, there's digital marketing, 
and then there's something else. Um, it's escaping me, but I'm trying to give variety because I know that mm-hmm. some people respond really well to the motivational stuff, and it may not even be entrepreneurs. That kind of spills over into everybody, mm-hmm. and I, I want it varied because I don't want to just pull in you know people who are interested in marketing now. I want to pull in that broader thing because I think it does encompass me and the brand really well. Those two overlap really well, so that's always free. Like you said, there's there's an ebook you can get for I don't know five or six bucks, something like that. Um, there's a book, The Backwards Route to Forward Progress, that you can get. TheBackwardsRouteBook.com, if you want to check that out. Um, it's kind of a mindset book, uh, a motivational book, a little bit of my story, but you'll read it and be pumped up and have some new perspectives when you're done. So real happy with that. Then from there, we get to the digital marketing. So digital marketing in itself is super broad, uh, where I've kind of settled in a good way is marketing funnels, specifically with ClickFunnels. Um, active campaign for the email and the automation stuff, and then driving paid traffic into funnels. So that could be Facebook, that could be Instagram, um, some di- or even pay-per-click stuff with Google as well. And then just overall branding strategy and, and maintenance. So my different, my different products are basically service-based, service-based products look like consulting, which is an hourly rate, usually an hour, sometimes two with people. Uh, to move up from there is what we call a, a virtual one-on-one. So it's generally the client. Is it a hologram? It's not. It's really cool, actually. So there's a lot of people that want to do their own marketing, and they just they want to get set up and see how it works, and then they'll take it from there. So it could be um, a business owner. It could be a marketer trying to get started. But um, it's same hourly rate as the, the consulting, but it's generally three, four, five hours. And we're screen sharing, and they're setting up their funnel or setting up their active campaign or whatever. And it's uh, me basically saying, okay, go here. Go here. So that's for the person that's got that learning style, like, hey, I need to do this once, and then I've got it from there. Mm -hmm. Because that's how I am. I have to do it to retain. So that's kind of something newer, but there is a demand for that. And sorry, I keep firing up a video on my computer, which the microphone's going to pick up. I don't know why that's happening, so I apologize. (laughs) It's another conversation going on. Yeah. And then the final thing is going to be the full-blown build and design. So, hey, Jason, this is where we're at. This is where we want to go. Can you make it happen? Mm -hmm. Yes. So what that looks like is blueprinting a funnel, building a funnel, building all the copy for the funnel, for the emails, for all the automations, the nurture sequence, tagging, A-B split testing, the full deal. And that's not only a setup fee, but that's going to be on a monthly retainer as well. Because to do anything well like that, it's not going to be a 30-day, you know, push and things are going to happen. You know, I don't use contracts, which maybe I should, but I don't right now. And I tell people for something like that, you know, if you really want to make some things happen as far as lead generation, you need to have that three to six month expectation. Give things a chance because everything gives you data and based on data, not emotion, based on data, you say this is working or this isn't. It allows you to tweak. So those are kind of the three areas, consulting, the virtual one-on-one stuff, and then the, the full design and build. And uh, it, it's going really well. I mean, it's, it's not something I planned on, but... There's a big demand for it, and nobody wants to learn how to do that stuff. Um, a new thing I keep talking to people about, I mentioned earlier, is that, uh, that chatbot marketing through Facebook Messenger, which is like the newer generation of email, and people are like super resistant, even though the data is there, that it's infinitely more. I've never even heard of it until you start talking about it. Yeah, it's like minichat.com. It's a, a place you can go for free and get set up with that. And their paid program is 10 bucks a month, but it's really nice because – it's set up just like Active Campaign, where you can build workflows and automations. It's really cool, and you can even take uh, an ad on Facebook, for example, and it you know they click on something in the feed and it goes straight to their messenger, 
by them hitting a button, you know, they can be on the chat bot list. And then if they want whatever your freebie is, if you do it that way, you can get them on your email list right away as well. <laughs> so super powerful. Nice. Open rates are super high. Now, you think the open rates are that high because they want to read it or that it bugs them having the little, well, little, can, the little notification on there? That's right. So people can... I hate those notifications, dude. People can not read it, so people can uh, choose to ignore that as well. But you, it's so conversational and it's so... Um, well, you have to opt in, don't you? You do. To, to receive it. Yeah, if anybody's ever in a chat list and they don't want to be in it, just text stop and they'll stop. Huh. Yeah. So, any of them, so... But it's a, it's a space that is so rarely, I mean, there's not, like, I get one from Facebook. You know, I don't get it from anybody else. So it's such an open space right now. But that'll, that'll continue to grow. So that's where I'm at in a nutshell. Um, I want to figure out the motivation piece. I mean, I think that maybe it's in the speaking world or something like that. But there's definitely uh, financial opportunities there. I'm just not here yet. I don't know what they look like for me personally, but that's where I'm at right now. So. Um, nice. Got another business we've bought too, and that's very different, very old school manufacturing. That's going super well, even better than this business. And it's, uh, I'm trying to disrupt that space. It's an old school industry, uh, basically manufacturing hospital linens for birthing beds, very specific. But there's, um, you know, a few players in that space, but on the digital side, there's not much going on. So because they're all pampas. It's all pe- it's all pay per click <laughs> stuff with Google. So, but there's a few uh, opportunities that other people are ignoring that I'm not. So, curious to see what this year will bring. Good stuff, man. Yeah. All right, you guys got anything else? Man, I got everything, but that's right. <laughs> this might be not for here. Okay, this <laughs> might be two or th- this will probably be two to three episodes. We'll chop it up and see how it goes. And I think I'm going to call this entrepreneurial jambalaya. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Gotta mix it up. All, all the, the above. Is we all share with our own audiences and we get, there I am again starting this. Why does Stop this it, video keep popping up? There's a video I keep hitting space where it's popping up and I know the mic's picking it up, but that's fine. <laughs> so, you know, the idea is we share this with all our audiences and kind of cross-pollinate that way. And cross-pollinate. <laughs> Sorry, it sounds like some kind of a... That's good. I think Jason's sounds, hungry. Yeah, sounds, uh, <laughs> I don't know, sounds a little kinky, I don't know. Some kind of prison documentary. <laughs> so, you into cross-pollination? Yeah, yeah, it sounds a little creepy. Oh, man. You'd be fun to cross-pollinate with. <laughs> amazing what a man will do for a pack of smokes. <laughs> for some cross-pollination. Goodness. So, well, good stuff, guys. Um... Yeah, I appreciate it as always. You know, maybe we'll do this once a year, just get together and fully unplug, you know, no agenda. But I think it's nice for people listening just to see uh, almost a peek into one of our mastermind sessions. You know, the three of us get together uh, from time to time as regularly as we can and just keep each other moving forward and bounce ideas off one another. And, you know, you saw me light these guys up for not podcasting and not starting that type of thing. But it's all it's all in good and good, uh, you know, faith. So intervention. Yep. Cool. Well, thank you, guys. Yeah. Good to be here. Always. See you. All right. We are back to the show. And, you know, this this, uh, podcast uh, embraces several different formats of show. And I like to do this with these guys once a year and just kind of see where everybody's at and go with a fully unplugged format and kind of let you guys uh, be flies on the wall for our little meetings and our little conversations. So good stuff. You guys want to check out the show notes for this episode, very similar to episode 119. You get the resources for there for John and Jared as well. You can go to intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash episode 122 or 119 for the part one of this. 
and check everything out there. Uh, if you guys are entrepreneurs and kind of in different phases of things, you're not really sure where you fall, I challenge you to try the quiz on my homepage on the website. So if you go to intentionallyinspirational.com at the top, you'll see a, an entrepreneurial quiz there for you to try. So pretty cool. I think it's only seven questions, and there's a, a variety of outcomes based on how you answer the questions, but it kind of lets you know where you fall on that spectrum. So something neat to check out. And if you guys ever want to connect with me, the best way these days is probably on Instagram, I-N-T-I-N-S podcast, and just shoot me a DM, and we will go from there. As always, guys, I appreciate your ear. We will catch up with you again soon with another episode of the Full Access Project. And until then, take care. Thanks for tuning in to Intentionally Inspirational. You can keep up with all of our new episodes on CastBox, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We look forward to having you join us again next week for another great episode.